0: Is Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 a worthy send-off to everybody's favorite cosmic screw-ups? We answer that question and more this week on Only Stupid Answers. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Only Stupid Answers. This is the show where we answer your questions about movies, TV shows, Guardians of the Galaxies, and more uh, with me as always is Roxy Sire. Hi, Roxy. Hi, DJ. We're gonna do this as if we didn't record something before this. How you doing?
1: <laughs> I'm so good, DJ. How are you this oh, morning?
0: Uh, listen, I'm great. I'm great. Uh, happy to have you here. Happy to be talking about Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Three. We're gonna do uh, not. We're gonna do some news. We're gonna do some non-spoiler talk, and then we're gonna do some spoiler talk. For those of you watching live, uh, we're going to throw to a. uh, uh, We're gonna. You're gonna have to catch up later. You're gonna have to catch up later uh, for that. Um, But first, a little bit of business up top. Uh, of course, you can listen to this show everywhere that matters. All right, uh, and if you want to uh, give us a five stars on iTunes, we truly appreciate it. Please and thank you. Uh, on Spotify, uh, every week we—if you listen on Spotify—we ask a question. Except last week because I forgot because they changed their formatting and so it's not where it normally is, and so I forgot to do it. So there was no question last week. I apologize, but there will be a question this week. And God damn it, you better answer it. What um, did
1: you think you invented?
0: What did you think did anybody in the comments answer that? Did you all invent something? They're all and being I missed
1: shameful it? about it.
0: You got to admit I uh, admit what you uh, think you invented uh for those that are uh just tuning in on uh, uh we do the show live and on what we're into we asked if you invented something for me it's mostly like i'll have like a story idea or a script idea i'm like fucking this is fucking genius man this is this is i've never seen anything like this and then you do like just a little bit of research you're like oh this is a whole subgenre there's like 15 of these things got it cool 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 <laughs> Totally. i feel much less special now um and uh of course so if you want to watch it live if you want to comment on the show uh, ask questions on the discord all that stuff you can do that over over at patreon.com slash only stupid answers uh we really appreciate it over there and if you wanted to catch our spoiler discussion early you could do that over at patreon a lot of cool stuff over patreon um also I think within spitting distance of this week, we're approaching our next uh, Mutant Academy where Sal and I are talking about X-Men movies. We're going to be talking about X2. We do that every third Wednesday, Um, so stay tuned for that. But now we got all that business out of the way. Let's do some news, why don't we? Um, This episode, we pre-recorded this episode, so some of this is going to feel a little bit dated but I still wanted to talk to Roxy about it. So you're just going to have to suck it up, Buttercup, and deal with it. Um, f- so, as of this recording this week, we had CinemaCon. And, uh, Liz- okay, we'll start with the small stuff first. We got some Craven news. Roxy, you excited for Craven news? Craven the Hunter news?
1: I-, I genuinely am not. But, oh, cool. Not, okay. Well, but I'm not not. And you tell me, based on that voice, do you feel the same as I do?
0: Hold on. Well, let's see. Let's see if this moves the needle for you, Roxy. This okay. is the Craven the Hunter movie. Spider Man villain. Another Spider Spider Man villain movie without Spider Man. Um and um, it's starring Aaron Taylor Johnson and his abs. Uh, we found out at CinemaCon this week that it's going to be rated R. Mhm. Does that? How we doing? We're getting into.
1: I like moving the needle R-rated for you. Rated things, I guess.
0: <laughs> yeah. So like, there's more blood in the movie make you feel like yeah no. oh, okay all right all right okay That's okay true. all right all right uh no not at all i don't no. know why i don't know why this movie exists so i don't know why i should care if it's rated r or yeah, not yeah, yeah no no okay 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 so we're the same. uh alessandro nivola who i believe was in that sopranos movie uh has been revealed to be playing the rhino another classic spider-man villain that will not be fighting spider-man in this movie
1: wait i don't know who that is the rhino no alessandro
0: alessandro nivola he played did you see um many saints of newark the sopranos movie yeah he played the main guy
1: wait what
0: yeah he played um fucking um michael uh nope uh he played um oh yeah yeah, michael imperioli's father okay
1: okay okay yeah he was good
0: okay so he's playing the rhino how you feel? Did, how you feeling about that?
1: It's not a selling point.
0: Okay. All right. We're not. We're not quite there. What? Okay. Let me ask you this. What could I tell you about this movie that you'd be like, okay, interested now? I have a very clear answer for me, but I want to know what oh, your, I, your answer is. I don't is. think
1: I have one, DJ.
0: Um, for me, if it was a Spider-Man movie and Spider-Man was in the movie,
1: <laughs> right? But they're not going to do that. So anything no. that they are going to do,
0: nope. Uh, Listen, uh, of course, if it's like really good, there's been a lot of things that are dumb on paper that Lego movie, Lego movie on paper seems really fucking dumb. It was a really good movie. I thought Joker
1: movie seemed weird on paper. And then I really enjoyed it.
0: I enjoyed it when I saw it in theaters. I watched it again. It didn't quite hold up as much. I only ever saw it once. Good. Then you're in a perfect, you're you're in a perfect place. I don't recommend watching it again. Um, So, but you're right. I mean, at least it was successful, right? At least Joker, however you feel about Joker was successful. Right. So, like, there is a reality where, like, oh, the movie's good. I don't care. But the I think even more realistic is them putting Spider-Man in it. And then, then I would be, have, be much more forgiving of it. Um, okay. That's the preamble to the big news. The big news is at CinemaCon, uh, we got, us people that were not able to attend, got a mere trailer out of it. But for those that were able to attend they got a full they got to see the full the flash and we got first reactions and i think it's safe to say that they are they were glowing they were glowing um and i had mixed feelings about the reactions (laughs) um a
1: lot of the reactions started with this sentence i know ezra miller has done some controversial things but
0: (laughs) controversial that's a way of phrasing it sure
1: (laughs) I was like maybe just don't mention it if that's how you could phrase
0: it. Yeah, that I think that so so what we're talking about is there a lot a lot of very specific praise uh, put on Ezra Miller. If you're listening to the show for the first or if you're just uh, tuning in to this show and pop media and pop culture in general just now, Ezra because Miller has done years. Four years. Let's say. Let's be generous and say Ezra Miller has done some controversial things. That's crimes. That's another way of putting it. Um, yeah. Let and I'll give you the benefit of the doubt. Listen, maybe Ezra Miller is really good in the movie. I don't know that I'd mention that. I don't know yeah, that. No, listen, I, I'm if I think
1: about my review of this movie, <laughs> which I haven't seen the movie, obviously, but
0: neither of us have. Yeah.
1: I think what I will do is talk about how the movie was. Talk about Mm -hmm. Andy Muschietti. Yes. Talk about the other actors and talk about the future of DC and what I think this movie means for it. I just don't see a world, even if Ezra Miller blows me away, which Mm -hmm. they might because the problem has never been that they're not a good actor. Yes. Although, if you remember DJ from reviewing Justice League with me, the OG one, hmm ezra miller was my least favorite part yeah so um,
0: and, I, and i gotta be honest the trailers have not been selling me on their performance but I, it, they're just trailers
1: i think they're much better in other movies um mm-hmm, mm-hmm, indie mm-hmm. movies and whatnot but that being said nobody's ever tried to arrest ezra miller based on them being a bad actor yeah it's the choke slamming of the woman in iceland the two mm-hmm. arrests in hawaii threatening to kill somebody throwing a chair at somebody's head the grooming of two underage girls and the burglary in vermont those mm-hmm. are the things
0: yeah 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 yeah, um, yeah.
1: so like i just don't really feel like talking about ezra
0: after yeah.
1: seeing this movie who knows it, it could be so different but like just all the reviews mentioning them, which makes sense because they are the star is yeah. exactly the reason why people are annoyed that they're in this movie in the first place, even though they're not doing press for it. It's like, this is still a showcase for somebody who's, who's facing 26 years in prison.
0: So uh, how likely is it uh, that this movie makes a billion dollars and Warner Brothers is like, no, Ezra Miller's great. Uh, And we just move on, and Ezra Miller's career just doesn't miss a beat.
1: The first part, how likely is it that this movie makes a billion dollars? I would put at 75% likely. Okay. The second part, I would put at 50% likely.
0: Okay. Cool. Coin toss. Love it. (laughs) Love it. Cool, cool, cool. Yeah, Yeah. I'm not sure how we're going to go about covering this movie. Um, I do feel, because of what we do, obligated to cover it. I
1: mean, it is... Would you agree or disagree with this statement? I'm not sure I agree with the statement, but here's the statement. The Flash is the biggest movie of 2023.
0: One of, definitely one of, if not the uh, one of. Um, So, I mean, like... It, considering what we do um uh, blah, 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 blah. yeah it's definitely up there <laughs> it's it's definitely we need to we need to cover it up there um yeah i just uh i would I,
1: say I, the flash is is definitely top three but maybe the biggest movie of the year yeah that's why i don't really see i do think it's gonna make a billion dollars especially with the buzz
0: yeah oof um oh my god so many fucking issues with my camera sorry everybody Um, yes i know yeah oh my god okay i've got this i i downloaded this whole thing that was supposed to help me with this this bit and it sure fucking isn't um anyway um cool 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 um okay
1: Ezra uh, um, is dealing with your technology and is like, stop talking about me, DJL.
0: Listen, I'm a big believer in giving people a second chance, okay? And so th- they're like, they did the work, okay? And so it's like, I-, I can give them an IT job. And look what's happening is all I'm saying is all I'm saying is look look at what look at what's happening. Um, yeah, I think you know, obviously, you try to separate art from artist. Uh, that's easier. Like, when, that's one thing when we're covering it. I don't know that I would recommend people going to see it, but like, um, just because you don't like, want to, you
1: don't feel like so you can have somebody do press for a movie yeah should you show them the movie like yeah. i almost wish they were having Ezra do press because yeah. like you're telling me as a company you can't put them in front of people yeah but you're gonna put them on the big screen
0: yeah oof well mm. roxy money
1: but you get what I'm saying like Oh,
0: 100 I get what you're saying. 100%.
1: You can't even put them in a room with somebody because you're so afraid of what will happen. Mhm. But Yeah. You you can pre-recorded have them on the screen. Like
0: Yeah. And I'd like to think that it's like those decisions have been made. Listen, Ezra's out. It doesn't matter how well this movie does, but again, money. Like we don't we know no not how the math works. No one said that,
1: DJ. No one said that. Well,
0: they're that's- not going to say it before the movie comes out. They're not going to be like, by the way,
1: they did for Zachary Levi.
0: Did they for no? Is Zachary for all we know Zachary Levi is still still Shazam?
1: Essentially, DJ. None of them said anything like this movie's going to be great. We're looking forward to seeing more in the future.
0: The, yeah, yeah. They will say a lot of a lot of like, hey, by the way, this is the best superhero movie ever. I'll, and I'll just say this as a movie, this it has an uphill battle with me. I, I love the Tim Burton Batman movies, but I don't care to see Michael Keaton's Batman. Like him coming up on screen being like, you want to get nuts? I'm like, I don't, I don't care about this. I don't care about Flashpoint as a story. And at this point, all, all the Ezra Miller stuff, it's going to be uphill battle for me. Just letting you all know in advance uh, about how the, is the trailer cool? Sure. Uh, but like, we'll see. We'll, we'll see. We'll see. Um, I'm hoping James Gunn has the sense to like find money reasons. We put it out, but Uh, we're gonna we're gonna move in a different direction after this for all of the reasons every reason Um, okay that's that everybody get excited for this flash movie (laughs) Um, or don't Uh, however you feel we're gonna go on a quick ad break and then we'll be back with Guardians of the Galaxy another day is here and you're ready for it what to wear check breakfast lunch and dinner check we're back hello everybody we're talking about guardians of the galaxy volume 3 which Rox and i literally saw just last night uh it, it's so this you're getting our our takes fresh fresh off the barbie i don't even think there's a rotten tomatoes for this bad boy yet let me bring it up let me see it
1: should be as of 10 this morning
0: but like they still have to aggregate it right no no okay hold on let's see
1: i got it you keep going i'll pull it up
0: okay 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 uh looking good looking good looking good for them so of course this is guardians of the galaxy volume three directed and written by james gunn still reeling from the loss of gamora peter quill rallies his team to defend the universe and one of their own a mission that could mean the end of the guardians if not successful um, currently
1: has an 80 percent on the tomato meter with 59 reviews
0: That's pretty solid. That's pretty solid. We're going to keep this spoiler-free, and then we're going to be doing a spoiler uh, discussion. Um, So, deep breath, spoiler-free thoughts. What do you think, Roxy? Why
1: would you have me take a deep breath, DJ?
0: Uh, That was actually mostly for me, because for those that don't know, hosting and producing a show at the same time... It would when you're having technical issues is a lot. So I oh, that was I that was having- sorry I was projecting I deep was, breath for me.
1: <sighs> I thought that was about the content of Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Three. I just wanted to know. Uh, I mean, it top. is heavy.
0: It is he- it is it is uh, the heaviest Guardians movie.
1: <laughs> can you please just tell me off the top? Did you like it or no?
0: I did. I I okay. okay. So I'll okay. start. Okay. Okay. I'll start. I liked it. Um, I this is my favorite Guardians movie. Um, it does have issues. Um, specifically. I think it, it it spoiler free the first two acts I'm in it to win it like this movie's got me sold like I'm I'm, I'm in the third act kind of collapses in on itself and it does I don't think it delivers on the promise of uh, it delivers specifically I meant to look this up before we recorded uh, Chiquoti Uwuji uh, he was in uh, peacemaker hopefully I got the name approaching right um, he plays high evolutionary in this i they really sold me on him as an antagonist like his his motivation the performance is fucking great um uh i think uh uh really fantastic and then it kind of doesn't matter in the third act he's kind of just a a guy that they fight um and um and so i i i for me the movie kind of falls apart in the third act um i I and so, in a weird way, I think it sticks the landing for the franchise while it doesn't quite stick its own landing if that makes sense. Mm. but for the most part i i this is my favorite of the Guardians movies.
1: that's interesting. I love the third act, yeah, um I think it might have been my favorite. Uh, I took somebody to see this who had not seen the first or second movie wild, <laughs> and she loved this cool and i thought that was really cool Mm -hmm. um i don't know how many people are going to see this movie who haven't seen the first or second
0: and also by the not just the first and second but also infinity war and Endgame are kind of crucial (laughs) to the plot of this movie
1: also incredibly crucial to the plot of this movie the holiday special
0: oh true yeah (laughs)
1: like you know there's some stuff that i was like whoa okay um so i thought that that was interesting um it was sad yes, and and dark. And um, I liked um, Rocket's storyline in this. Mm -hmm. I liked a lot of their storylines in this, but I really liked who they decided to focus on and like in what way. Um, I also love Will Poulter.
0: For, For the amount that he's in the movie, he's very good
1: i really liked him i think that this movie was fully loaded i think that james gunn does an unbelievable job juggling things Mm -hmm. like so that nothing is wasted everything kind of makes sense tonally he's juggling things thematically i mean i just he's got a lot to do here granted he's got a lot to do because he decided to do it Mm -hmm. um but I can't believe how well this works with everything it was trying to accomplish and does accomplish.
0: Yeah, I think um, not for nothing. I think this is the best Chris Pratt has been in any movie. I think he's I think really he's good phenomenal
1: here, phenomenal in this.
0: And it's a good reminder, like after like the Jurassic Worlds and stuff. It's like, oh yeah, this is why we like Chris Pratt. Like uh, this shit. This is this. These movies understand how to utilize him in a very good way. And not just that, but he does. He stretches himself um in ways i don't think i've seen him doing movies before and i think he really do- does great here i think this is the most interesting the team has been uh i've uh, and i think maybe that's part of the difference here is i don't particularly like the guardians movies i think the team's kind of one note it's like you've got stupid men children and then you've got what? Gamora the mom and then you've got Gamora the mom like that's the team uh, i think the the dynamic is much more interesting here uh gamora has never been more interesting than she is in this movie so um good which it's always held down as great i just think she's been underutilized in those movies i think in this one it's she's much, is very good um nebula is great that's what i'm saying. like like again i think this is the most interesting iteration of the team it also kind of addresses issues i've had specifically with like drax characterization it doesn't do anything to change it but it acknowledges it um that is so and-
1: interesting dj because i think that this might be the best ensemble of any franchise
0: yeah, and a lot of people feel that way, and that might be why you feel different about the ending, because not spoiling anything, the ending is very much a love letter um, to this franchise, which I don't care. So I was much more interested in the ending of this particular story, which I don't think it figures out um, in, a, in a in a compelling way, but that's spoiler, so I'm not going to get into that. Um, uh, I like a lot of what we do with Rocket. Um, um, I will say as... Anybody who was reading comics in the '90s like me. Adam Warlock is a huge fucking deal. He is not in this movie. He is just a dude. <laughs> He's How just a dude you in this movie.
1: Hate that? I don't feel that way at all.
0: You could cut him out of the movie and it wouldn't change anything. You could replace him with a different henchman and it wouldn't change the movie at all. What are
1: you talking about, DJ? The third act?
0: He's not in it. <laughs> we can It's spoilers. I can't get into it. It's I can't get into it. But literally, literally, you could replace him with like pig face person, and it's not. It's what I'm saying is Did it's not. Did you see
1: the movie?
0: He doesn't have the impact that he had on the co- '90s cosmic Marvel. Like he is just another character in the movie. Um. So anybody? Th- yeah, I mean, I stand by that. I stand by it. Um. I think we could have done more with Adam Warlock. I think we could have done more with High Evolutionary. But I do. Uh, but again,
1: Sly's character that was fascinating.
0: Yeah, I mean, and, and I I think that's my major note of the movie. I think there's a lot you could cut from this movie. And and really hone in on your core guardians. Uh, sorry, Sean Gunn, get Craglin out of this movie. Get fucking Cosmo out of this movie.
1: <laughs> if I if I did have to make a note on this movie, and I like Sean Gunn, yeah, it is like there. James Gunn clearly can't see clearly when it comes to his brother. You know, like
0: one hundred. And again, same as you. Nothing against Sean Gunn and his performance. No. He just doesn't need to be in this movie.
1: <laughs> no, no, like, like his big moment, yeah. For lack of better words, um, for no spoilers, is like, okay.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and, okay. It, and and I like and, and I like and again from the comics, I really like Cosmo, um, uh, and I like uh, Maria Bakalova as Cosmo. It's just this movie has a lot of things to do. Where did
1: Cosmo come from?
0: Um, so in the comics, Cosmo is no, a part. Sure. Here, the 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 only moment is in Guardians One. Cosmo is in one of the collectors' chambers. Okay. But that's it. That's all the content. So it's basically an Easter egg. Like, hope you were paying attention to the Easter eggs in Guardians One because that's all the backstory we get for Cosmo.
1: <laughs> okay, because I wasn't. Um, yeah,
0: and was- and. It's fun. It's a fun character, and uh, there's there's a bit between her and Sean Gunn that is incredibly transparent. Like you know, one hundred percent where it's going. But it's cute. It's a cute bit. But I'm just saying, like, I would have preferred we cut all that to give some other, like, give Adam Warlock more to do.
1: I love Mantis.
0: Mantis is great. She's really fun. She's used really well. And again, I think that's what I'm talking about. Is I don't, I don't particularly like these characters. I like them a lot in this movie and I think they're utilized really well in this movie.
1: what do you think of Elizabeth the Becky?
0: Uh, I mean, she's fantastic in everything. She does get one of my favorite, favorite visual gags in it when high evolutionary confronts her for the first time. Uh, uh, I don't know if that, that moment got a big laugh in your theater, but I got a big laugh in mind. Um, and
1: I don't even know what you're talking about. I, I,
0: it's, I guess it's a spoiler. So I'll have to save it for later. I think she didn't need to be in this movie, but she's great. I think she's a great actress. I think she's uh, very easy on the eyes.
1: (laughs) Yeah, for sure. Yeah. For sure. But again,
0: that's another one that I think I feel like you could have cut. I, I just think the movie's bloated. Um that, But and again, so that's my main criticism. And it's a bummer because I feel like I felt like the brunt of that at the end of the movie. So it did affect how I felt leaving the theater. But I, I want to tell everybody at home and remind myself, like, again, that first two thirds, I really loved it. Like, I was really in it. I was really liking everything they were doing. Um, I, I really liked the team dynamics. I just don't know that in this. I think, again, I think it pays off however many Guardians movies, really well. If you're like Roxy and you love the first two Guardians movies, you like this ensemble, I think there's a lot here for you. If you're kind of in it for this particular story, I don't know that it lands this particular story as gracefully as I would have liked.
1: But my friend who's seen neither of the other movies, only this movie, it landed this story for her. Only so,
0: this story. So, uh, your mileage may vary. Um, yeah. <laughs> so now... As we've unsuccessfully tried to do to avoid spoilers, we're gonna get into spoilers. Uh we're gonna go You don't uh, think we avoided? I think we did okay. I think, you know, I struggle to get around spoilers, uh very specific things. But now we're gonna go to spoilers after this break. All right, we are back to talk about Guardians spoilers. So first off, the most important one is uh, I'm referring to the first time we meet High Evolutionary. He's talking to Aisha, Elizabeth, the Becky's character, and he has to step up on that stool to look at her in, in the face because she's so fucking tall.
1: Loved that. <laughs> yeah, Loved that, that
0: was that. the bit I was talking about. Uh, funny, funny moment. All right, so we got some questions from the Discord that can guide us through our spoiler thoughts.
1: Good, we need their help.
0: Jake Hefner, is it a good send-off for both The Guardians and James Gunn? Do you think we'll see any of them on screen again? Well, one we get a promise of at the post. Weirdly, only one of them. Like, this one's definitely returning. <laughs> I
1: thought that post-credit moment was very strange. Yeah. Um, uh, yes, I thought it was a great send-off for a lot of them. I do think we're going to see many of them return. I think that James Gunn... um. I don't know that we're calling. It's hard to call it a send off when we know we're signing up to the next three years, seven years, probably twenty five years mm-hmm. of being with James Gunn. Yeah, just across the aisle.
0: Yeah, but he's not. I, I, with that in mind, he, he's probably not going to do Girl Guardians again.
1: <laughs> no, no. Yeah. But and and I think he told the story he wanted to tell. Like, yeah, uh, yeah I, I just thought that they ended it so perfectly. Um, I did think. I did think, and again, full spoiler. Yeah, there was a moment where I thought we were going to lose Star
0: Lord. What a what a du- i was I was like this can't be how star lord dies this is so stupid (laughs) this would be be such a stupid way for him to die to save his like little are you
1: getting carrie fisher vibes i was like interesting they're gonna have him float out into space and somebody go and
0: also fucking uh if people listen to what we're into fucking flash vibes like don't worry just all the blood in his body froze he is fine
1: (laughs) and and he is human yeah so oh, that's right, because we got rid of any
0: of the ego shit inside of them, right? That was like a plot point. So. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Um I I loved the humans live for fi- only live for like 50, 50 years. years. What's is a the good point bit. of even being alive? Yeah. I don't know. <laughs>
0: it was a good um, bit. It was a good bit. Yeah.
1: I so I I thought there was a ge- there was a genuine moment where I thought we were gonna lose Rocket, yeah. and there was a real moment where I thought we were gonna lose Star Lord. Um, I'm kind of shocked that we didn't lose anybody.
0: No. It, this is very much and I actually kind of applaud this is very much happy ending. Everybody yeah. we're sending them off in the sunset. The the um and we should talk about this. Um <clears throat> the only kind of sad thing is that like Amora is not part of the team, but I actually really like the way they handled that that it's like Star-Lord needs to learn that you can't make this person the person you remember. And also the lesson of like you've relied on relationships to women a lot. Maybe you kind of need to figure your own shit out. And I think it ended. Yeah. I thought that was like a really positive way to end this.
1: I agree with you. If I had to have a qualm with the movie, it might actually be this though. Not the star Lord angle of it, but when Gamora gets back on the ship, Mm -hmm. we kind of made a whole point on how that's not her family. Yeah. And then they all like, leap on her to embrace her like and it was just a way of getting sly back into the movie because he'd barely been in it maybe Mm -hmm. and i was like wait a second are these the good guys because they're making it feel like they're the good guys like um and it's okay but i'm just like i get that she's not with us but i kind of wanted her to get back on the ship and like be sitting there like, oh, uh, like nobody really cares, yeah. you know, because this isn't my people. But they cared like as if they were her people.
0: Uh, and I think the argument there, I totally see your point. I think the argument would be that Star-Lord is the one that says they're not her family. And as we've pointed out, he doesn't really know this This Gamora. Totally. So totally maybe that's so. what we were going for. And also the, the end is very much high note, high note, high note, high note. Having like Gamora be sad undermines high note, high note, high note.
1: <laughs> Definitely. It was totally fine. It didn't bother me like, uh uh-oh. I was just kind of like, huh.
0: Also, I have to ask the lover of love and Shipper of Ships. I was actually, I thought Star-Lord had way more chemistry with Nebula. I'm like, I'm actually not against this. I knew you
1: were going to say that, DJ. (laughs) I knew you were going to try to break my heart. I knew you were going to say that. When he looks at her eyes, I've just never noticed how black they are. Uh, I will, mark (laughs) my words, if we see Star-Lord and Nebula get together... I will never watch again.
0: I'll, I'll, I'm going to hold you to that. I don't think you. I don't think you mean it, but I'll hold you to it. I don't mean it,
1: but I will be <laughs> so pissed. You know what? You don't do sisters.
0: <laughs> okay, fair, fair. It's a complicated relationship, especially since one of them is from a different dimension. But
1: you do not do sisters. Okay.
0: All right. All right. All right. Um, but uh, uh, going to another question. Of sisters that grunt at each other when they walk. by. <laughs> That was that bit was weird. I was like, mm, maybe not this bit, but okay. um Leonard Kim. It seems like Guardians of the Galaxy Three will offer offer Rocket more of a spotlight. Did you feel Star Lord and the rest of the crew took a bit of a backseat, or did all of the main characters still get to shine? Um,
1: that was a great balance. Sorry, I'm just jumping right in there. Do it. What, what were you saying? Uh, that was a great. That was a great balance i didn't think that the pe- that star lord took a back seat at all but i did love the spotlight on rocket because he's been such a fan favorite for so long and there's been so many questions about how did you come to be it was the darkest story they could have told yeah um, and by the way that- this is
0: up there with multiverse of madness of like oh ratings are bullshit because there's a lot in this mo- movie that i'm like this is our shit this is our rated shit <laughs> so- close
1: the fucking door or open the fucking open the door
0: and but also not just that but a fucking high evolutionary space
1: <laughs> yeah yeah totally yeah. totally so um, I, but I really really liked rocket getting his spotlight I'm not running anymore opening up about what happened nebulous moment this is even worse than what Thanos did to me yeah. like I think there is commentary on we all think our trauma is the worst and then you see other people's and you see how they're dealing with it and everybody deals with it differently and I loved the introduction of Lila mm-hmm. and Teefs and um, Floor. Four. I thought that that was so endearing and like Rocket. Why is he hardened and like more like this? And we saw. It. And I also think that um, and I, this is. I don't know how to phrase this perfectly, so give me a little grace on this, people at home, please. But the way that Rocket speaks, he's not the character that you would think would have the be the smartest. Mm-hmm. Like just the way that he speaks, sometimes I forget. Yeah, and then like his ability to problem solve—he's just so smart, and I love that. I yeah. love the juxtaposition of like how he's kind of like this shit talking, like what, a- and then he's he's the maybe the smartest of all of them. Yeah. IQ wise.
0: Yeah. And it's a plot point in this movie. Um, I will say the, the focus on rocket is a double-edged sword. Cause I do not think it detracts from the other characters. However, the focus on rocket is, um, is like 90% in flashbacks. So we actually get very little of now rocket. I think to the detriment of the movie, I think I would have liked to see these characters connect and interact more posts. I, I would have, if James Gunn's knocking on my door, like, Hey man, you want notes on this one? Oh, me thanks um i, I would i would like cut Craglin, cut cosmo let's have let's knock, let's, knock, knock knock
1: knock it on dj's door uh, hey help me <laughs> with guardians <laughs> uh and,
0: and it would be like uh, save rocket sooner so i get more of his feelings in the now time because almost in a weird way most of the movies focus on rocket and yet he feels like he's barely in the movie
1: but let me push back on that for a second, DJ, with a question. Yeah. Your least favorite act was the third act, mm-hmm. which is the act that Rocket is awake for.
0: But that, and that's my problem is is the third act is where it pays off on all the things that the movie was promising to me, and I think it failed to deliver on those. It set up like a like a huge co- like the line that like. Um, uh uh, there's cultures that worship high evolution there's whole like systems that worship high evolutionary as a god we set up high evolutionary as this massive threat and then he's just some chump that they kind of like shoot once and he's done and it's like all right we set up all this stuff with rocket and his dynamic and how everybody feels about it but they don't ever really converse or talk we set up adam Adam warlock as a huge character in the cosmic comics we do all this build up and he saves star lord and it's like cool you're part of the team and it's like so it didn't pay off on all of those things that the movie was building towards. And that's part of my issue with the third act. So that's why more let's like, I don't need Craglin to have a moment as cool as it was. I don't need nowhere to show up with a big can. Like the third act throws so much of it's like throw the hell beasts or whatever they are. And I'm like, I don't know what these are, but sure. Uh, you know what I mean? Like condense focus more. I would have like all the guardians team up versus uh high evolutionary Adam Warlock way op and and this is where we redeem Adam Warlock to save the day like really focus in instead of the big battle stuff and it's kind of my issue with the first guardians is that the third act just kind of is bloated and falls apart and doesn't really invest in the things that i think are interesting so it has me if i'm being candid although i love the suicide squad it has me a little bit worried about a superman i was like
1: "Mm -hmm." really yeah there's
0: some there's some there's some bad habits in the guardians movies that i hope don't carry over into superman
1: but if he is able to juggle all this, imagine what he's able to do when he hones in on one.
0: Yeah. I mean, I, and, and I will say also this with Adam Warlock, it is a little cumbersome that we have yet another man child in The Guardians. We have plenty of those. It, Adam's version of man child is different than the other ones. And like you, I did like Will. I think Will Poulter is very well cast. And I hope, as great as Chris Pratt was in this movie, I would have rather the last card be Adam Warlock will return. It's like, give. Give this 90s kit, give me more Adam. We, we, you didn't really do Adam Warlock here. I want more.
1: <laughs> I loved his arc. Yeah. I loved Adam Warlock. Get your mom out of the picture. Let's see what you do when you realize that humanity is about second chances. They gave you one. Him saving Chris Pre- Star-Lord in that yeah. moment. I was like, yup. Um, I did think it would be funny if... Chris Pratt's face never went back
0: to normal. That was just his like, hey, "Don't worry, Star Lords are re- re- returning," but with that that face, it's that face he's returning with.
1: <laughs> yeah. Um, logistic question for you. Yeah. I don't know if this bothers anybody else at all. Was kind of confused on it. The iPod goes to two thousands. Yes. He left when he was eight.
0: Yes. When are we? And the Guardians timeline is weird because it's not in t- like Guardians one and two like happen like right next to each other, and then Infinity War is supposed to be years later. Good question. I don't know. And also, when they played well, the song, that. they play Florence and the Machine, and I was like, Wait, yeah. when in the two thousands was that? That's even late. Isn't that like the twenty tens?
1: <laughs> yeah, dog days are over. What year Let's does see. that come out? Hold because
0: on. that was we'll find that out. was
1: confusing uh, uh, to me. That. I've always thought that the music stopped at the 90s because when he was eight, he left, and that kind of made sense timeline-wise. Because he says in this movie, "I'm not in my 50." How old do you think he's supposed to be?
0: Good question. Also, how old is Chris Pratt? How, yeah, wait, I how, don't know. How old? 2008? So Dog Days Over came out in 2008. December oh, I have 2009. Just, well, it's the yeah, I have here December 2008, oh, so we're pretty close, great. like basically 2009.
1: So if you're if you were eight in 2009. That's the last song you have.
0: Well, and then remember, we got the five-year time jump from The Blip.
1: Right. So, uh, that just was the, like, I don't like when I get too analytical during movies like this sometimes because it's like, it will ruin a movie for you. Yeah, and, but and was, the movie
0: clearly doesn't want you thinking about that.
1: <laughs> but I couldn't help it because I was like, okay, so we have to assume that Star Lord's at least 30.
0: I mean, oh, I don't... At least. Come on. Like, Wait. we're not... Oh, yeah. And the fact when they were like, um, um, wait, what? I was just watching something where they say the character's 28. That wasn't this movie, was it? What? Or I'm thinking about The Flash where he has a second 30th birthday.
1: Could be. But okay. So if you in 2009, if you are eight years old. Yeah. So then 22 years later, if you're 30. I mean, so are we way in the future? And he's got to be older than thirty, I think.
0: Well, we're again. We're at least we're we're at least five years in front of now. I was going to let me know in the chat. This is our spoiler talk. There's no chat. Oh fuck! Um, uh, Right when we need you. Um, uh, Yeah, don't know.
1: It was just a little confusing to me because I also cannot. And somebody correct me. I was thinking about the other soundtracks, and I was like, I feel like we've very consistently stopped at the 90s.
0: Well, because, well, but remember, so first one was the cassette he had from when he was a kid. Second one was the one his mom gave him. So that updated it more. And then he got the Zune, which I don't actually, which the Zune I don't think belonged to. Zune was just something I think Kraglin had. I think we'd have to go back to two. And so it's like that could go up to, that That was not on his person when he left the planet.
1: Okay, but then why is it stopped in the 2000s?
0: Because that's when Zune stopped.
1: Okay. Yeah, I don't no, know, but it, but I had the not, same question. When Florence and the Machine played, I was dragging like, "Dragging you into my rabbit hole on this—that does not matter. I just spent too much time during the movie thinking about." I it was
0: when I when, it. when they played that song. I'm like, I like this song. But I have questions about the time and the place and the uh no, I'm with you. Um, but yeah, I liked I like the team. I really like Nebula. I like what we did with Mantis a lot. This is the most I've liked Drax. Of course, I love Dave Batista. I think a lot of what makes Drax work is Dave Batista. I think he's so Me good. Me too.
1: And it's a bummer that I feel like Dave Batista doesn't love oh, the but it's like, I love what you've done here, man.
0: Yeah, he's so good. Uh like there's moments in this, I'm like, God. It's, a, yeah. it's insane how talented you are.
1: <laughs> I love the ongoing gag about Groot and people understanding and, and um, Gamora being like, what the hell?
0: Oh, what did you think about Groot saying I love you guys at the end? I was like, I, this feels unearned.
1: <laughs> My interpretation of that is that he's saying I'm Groot.
0: I like that interpretation,
1: and that what we're hearing as part of the family now is "I love you guys." I I like that a lot. Actually, saying "I love you guys," I think that would be egregious, but it's not clear.
0: Yeah, I like that interpretation, especially the implication that now we're part of the group, so we understand him. I like that. Also, I was a little bit bummed considering how core the Rocket Groot relationship is. I didn't feel that as much in this movie. That said, Groot gets a lot of very cool moments in this movie. (laughs)
1: Totally. When he decided, like, his strangulation tactic yes, <laughs> is, like, sick. Yeah. All in that moment where he thinks um Star-Lord's gonna go, and he tries to put his branches out, and they're freezing off, and I yeah. was like, that's very cool. I just do love the power. Like, I love that everybody is needed, and they make such a point of that in this, with the uh, um mantis with this and with yeah. drax being able to speak the language confusing that the language is not in nebula's system or Mantis' then, system but then drax knows it i don't get that yeah totally. because i
0: assumed it's not in her system because it's an invented this is a new because species yeah exactly right. so exactly. how would drax know it but sure
1: but sure but sure <laughs> um what was your what is your understanding of who are these kids
0: I they're the new thing he's making. So they're the new he made at some point he made the gold people and then at some point he made the animal people and then that that's right. my understanding and then he made these people, which is why I assumed she didn't know the language, but then Drax does, so then it's like, oh, oh, oh so where did that what come from the then?
1: Usage of what he learned from the animals? He made these kids?
0: Yeah, there's just the next phase of whatever he's doing. So I don't know if he made them from animals or because he didn't he make the gold all people the animals. from animals. He, yeah, that scene was... Br- That's what I'm talking about. At that moment, I'm like, fuck, High Evolutionary might be the fucking worst villain we've had. Like, at Not worst, he's good. The, the performance is great, and he's a major threat. He might be the most threatening villain we've had at least since Thanos. And then I was kind of... And I got to say, of course, you all know, I, 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 have a, I have a track record. I was lukewarm on Jonathan Major. Before all this shit went down, I was already lukewarm about Jonathan Major's Kang. High evolutionary gets a very similar arc in this movie as Kang, and I'm going to mispronounce the name again. uh, Chikuri Uji acts circles around Jonathan. He does so much more with what he's given in that in those scenes.
1: Excellent actors, but I do love uh, and even them spelling it out for us, which we didn't need. But I love. I'm aiming for perfection. The point is perfection. Yeah. And it's like, ooh, you scary. You and there's scary. a moment, and
0: I think a lot of this. You were talking about this in something else, like the performance says a lot. He has that moment where he's like, "God doesn't exist," so I stepped in. That tells me a lot yeah. about this character. Like, he clearly totally. has a something he has not unpacked from his childhood that we could dive into.
1: Definitely, <laughs> yeah. definitely. Um, the moment where we save all the animals and then we're throwing one of them across, and they're like <laughs> yes. monkey claws. Somebody, I, love- I was like, This is a problem.
0: I love this, I love that James Gunn's mind goes there. He's like, well, not all the animals would behave great in this moment. Right. <laughs> That's just, just realistically.
1: I loved the town, the like Pleasantville vibe of all of these animals grown up in the yeah. town that we went to and like them taking them into their house and stuff. I was like, this is interesting we could i could live here for a minute and see what's up
0: well and and i think the instinct my instinct especially as i'm thinking about i'd like to cut things to make more room for other stuff i think part of me would be like well maybe you don't need that but you really do because it sells when he just blows up the planet you're like time out these are people (laughs) like we they have homes and shit and like they have lives like what are you doing totally god high evolutionary is is sucks man he's like he's like a he was a good villain i i wish i'm hoping I am ambiguous. They leave him alive, but also the ship blows up at the end. I wouldn't mind seeing High Evolutionary show up again.
1: <laughs> is Zoe Saldana the biggest star of the decade?
0: Um, she's, I mean, she's in all of the highest grossing movies ever. So there's... I would argue that those movies underutilize her for how talented she is, but she's oh, really? in them. She's in them. She's really... That's the thing that I'm like, is like um, in the other movies, she kind of gets slotted into team mom like hey everybody we're gonna do the right thing this version of Gamora, it's like yeah th- this is compelling and i there's the moment where when she finally snaps on peter and she's like fuck you you need to let go of the fact that i'm i'm not that person i'm like this is great we need to give Zoe Saldana down more shit like this this is really good
1: <laughs> the open calm scene was so funny was why good. didn't you guys tell me because we were all just hoping it would stop stop fuck
0: yeah there's a lot of good bits the fucking couch bit there's a lot of good jokes i love uh oh dude the nathan fillion joke of like oh yeah i got one of those guys this guy such an idiot
1: (laughs) amazing and it's like you the idiot babe it's you
0: oh man uh and also not for nothing that sequence where they're breaking into the um the corp the living organism corporation thing gorgeous like a lot of great like the fact that the cameras are eyes that's another uh, we get uh his wife shows up in this one and it's like I, yeah listen, when
1: i saw her i was like all right i'd do that too
0: i i respect it listen you love the people you love man it is getting kind of distracting it, it so it you might
1: distracting, but i <laughs> dj that's just for you and me the average moviegoer is not distracted by that
0: yeah and also she's great and the the moment where gamora like shoots her in the leg it's like oh did she really shoot her in the leg? Oh my god!
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Totally.
0: yeah the, the performance was like, oh shit! And I, and I, oh, think,
1: I loved when um, Star Lord's convincing the other girl to let him use the computer.
0: I think it's hard to tell because she's in like pink face makeup. I think that's Ratcatcher too, because oh, that no actress way. is in the movie, and the only person I can think that it would wow, be her I didn't is even her.
1: Notice that. Yeah. Who, who is Michael Rose's mom in this?
0: He's Crystal Face guy. He's with Stallone, Sylvester Stallone
1: that's him okay yeah. okay okay
0: yeah you can see him like briefly and i think in guardians 2 one of them was voiced by like the robot was voiced by taylor swift i don't know if they went through the trouble uh-huh. to do that again here that was another moment of like i don't do we need to, i guess to get Gamora there and i love Sylvester salon i'll accept it and i know i've been bagging on that wasn't huge on the way adam warlock was utilized in this movie i wanted more but i will say seeing adam warlock throw down with drax was like a cool it was just a cool because they butt heads in the comics and it's like it was it's cool it was like ah we got that we got that was You're a
1: coming around dj and
0: well also I, it was a great introduction to the character because he wrecks shop man like he basically murders all the guardians <laughs> Totally. anyway so i think i, I might notes enjoy the movie recommend the movie um i, I think it, we can both say that if you enjoy the other guardians movies definitely don't sleep on this one right um I will say it is a little bit, a lot of the emotionals. So I got very emotional in scenes. It is a little bit cheap because it's cute animals. That's a little, it's so easy, easy to get there, but you did. I definitely was on board with Rocket and his little crew of and friends. Kids.
1: It's kids. Right. And it's kids code. and
0: animals. That's a, that's the cheat code to the feels, but you utilize it well. So all out, Um Roxy, where can people find you?
1: Everywhere at Roxy Stryer.
0: You can find me everywhere that matters at DJ Talks Trash. You can follow the show everywhere that matters at Only Stupid Answers. But on Twitter,
1: you of got the vowels from stupid.
0: We got there, everybody. Thank you for joining us, and we'll see you all next time. Bye.